Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our log of claims so keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our as labour is a name to make a man feel proud. It's good morning from the Concrete Gang, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed and... Are we in the middle of Armageddon or are we just having a bad hair day? Good morning, String Bean. Good morning, Annie. And uh, the rest of the crew are somewhere out there doing what they have to do. If you've got hair, Warren, you, <laughs> you might be Warren having a bad has day. No hair. <laughs> it's never a bad hair day for Warren. I'll give you the tip. But Donald Baby had a ba- bad hair day. But it didn't even compare to Hillary's. There you go. <laughs> That's she nasty. spent a fortune on Kofua. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, we have to uh, say something about the United States of America. And uh, all I can say is our friend Donald is being nominated by me for the Snake Oil Salesman of the Year. Because... <laughs> It's the greatest load of shit that I've ever heard in my life. But he got elected. Does that tell you something about him? Does it tell you something about the American people? Or does it tell you something about me? Or the mm. Democratic Party, perhaps. Would be another angle. Could tell you Indeed. something about that. It tells you a lot. And uh, unfortunately, what the consequences will be, who knows? I remember thinking quite some time ago... Here's a man who will say anything to get elected, but what does he really believe? And I suppose that's what we'll find out. Demigods are always the same, and uh, he might suddenly decide that he is very much middle of the road, which will create a whole lot of contradictions with the, the rabid uh, supporters that he helped create who want to put a wall along the border with Mexico and want to uh, do 101 other crazy things. Jobs for construction workers... 
Yes, jobs for cons- – well, you never know. Get your borrow shares. Hey, hey, just think <laughs> about it. Mike might go back to America to supervise the laying of all that concrete <laughs> along the uh, Mexican border. Build the wall, Mike. Build the wall, Mike, <laughs> and stay on the other side of it. It's going to be a beautiful wall built by cheap Mexican labour, no doubt about it. That's what yeah, Trump does. Yeah, the peso does. went down, though. The peso lost value. Yeah. Well, they don't want to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> the president yeah. said to fuck off. <laughs> I think he's going to hold that line, I tell you. It's going to be a, 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 a probably, as one of my grandsons observed, it's going to be a fairly interesting ride. Oh, the writing's on the wall already. So the when you say you're going to drain the swamp and you're going to smash the system and then you, you hire a bunch of bankers from Wall Street to start implementing that agenda, you know, it's already going to turn. It's, it's turning already and, and people will be uh, getting the reality pretty quick. So good luck, Donald. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, we, we've got a track a bit later, which I've played before, which I think... Might just give you a little hint of why America did what they did because working people over there have been stuffed over big time by everybody, Republicans, Democrats, big business, possibly even uh, the liberal elite. Mm. And uh, people get grumpy and they want to and they don't care. Just you be angry on my behalf. Well, Trump's record is pretty clear. He hires uh, illegal, cheap labour from Mexico uh, while criticising it. That's what he does. And he doesn't pay his contractors. Uh, workers suffer. Families suffer from, from how he operates his jobs. So if you think he's going to be looking after workers, obviously that's, that's going right. to... But let, let people want, believe what they want to believe when you're dealing with a snake oil salesman. That's it. Let's deal with... Another matter which is of great importance to us in this industry and in this country, and that is the enterprise bargaining agreements, which set the wages and conditions, because the unions do the job here, and certainly the CFMEU do the job. And this last week, we have had, finally, after a lot of mucking around with the interference from Nigel Hatchkiss in terms of uh, giving a code-compliant letter, to Lend-Lease. Lend-Lease finally got the code-compliant letter, finally got it into uh, the Fair Work Commission, and it was certified. So the Lend-Lease Agreement now, which has been on the subject uh, of, of you know where we're going, what we're going to do with the 13 code versus the f- so-called 14 code, all that stuff has finally concluded. And Lend-Lease's EBA has been certified, and it is in operation now. Code compliant. Code 13 code compliant. No problems, no issues. Indeed. Getting on with it. But of course, it does lead us to the little question as to why so many other agreements that have been put in by builders, not by the union, but by builders to get the code compliance tick off because they know it's code compliant with the 13 code, which is the only code that exists. That is being held up for weeks and weeks and weeks by Nigel Hatchkiss because Michaela Cash gave him responsibility back in May to check code compliance. And in one case, a major contractor from around Australia put in his agreement. He got a letter back or an email back saying, yes, code compliance has been checked. 
And that was back in September, but this, it's subject to an internal review, which has now gone on for another six weeks. You think this company ain't a bit pissed off because code compliant, no issues, but they have been stuffed around because they were doing an agreement with the CFMEU and Nigel hoped like hell that on the 7th of November last week that uh, the 14 code might get up and he could punish everybody. Well, guess what, Uncle Nige? You stuffed that up. You're running out of tricks, Nige. Very fast, mate. <laughs> like trying everything. How about another internal review? I mean, delays. It's just, yeah, a bit of a joke, isn't it? And if you're stuffing around the builders, who have you got left of it as your mates? Not many people. Well, I think they dislike him more than we do because they have to actually go and meet him. He doesn't want to meet us, thank goodness. Uh, it's like having a night out with Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> who knows what might happen. Uh, anyway, Uncle Nige has... Uh, hasn't exactly endeared himself to all these builders and contractors around Australia. He treats them like shit because he thinks he can basically boss them, dominate them, kick them, abuse them, and he does. And uh, they are resenting it big time. But the code is going nowhere. Ground Bob Day continues. Uh, It's all going to the High Court. And now we have a situation where one nation have thrown one of their senators under the bus. It's Ground uh, Rod Day. Ground Rod Day, indeed, <laughs> very good. We just keep coming up with these absolute gems on radio. Yes, Ground Bob Day uh, has become Ground Rod Day, and maybe, maybe they threw him under the bus because Rod was uh, suggesting maybe he didn't agree with Pauline about the ABCC, about the code, and all this other anti-union legislation. Uh, so maybe Rod's got a bit more going for him than just pinching the uh, keys out of a uh, a truck so that it can't be repossessed. You know, you can go down and buy a key for about two bucks and you get it uh, actually cut for about another three or four. So seven dollars, I think, was the uh, figure quoted. It could cost uh, him a lot, though. It's going to cost him a lot. And Pauline, who endorsed him, has thrown him under the bus. But Rod might have more going for him, and who knows where all this disaster in the Senate's going to go. I don't think it's going to go anywhere very quickly. And the 14 code, which is a couple of years late now, might become the 17 code and be even later. So stay tuned. Shit will roll on, I'm sure, into next year. And uh, in the meantime, we are pushing on with getting EBAs with everybody we can get them with in the industry and push out the wages and conditions that we won back in July. There's there's a theme here, isn't there? The people that are pushing this ABCC anti-worker stuff, they're all falling apart, right? If, if you're still, if you're another crossbencher that you're, you're looking at it, wondering which way to go, you'd look at it and go, it's, it's like a uh, poison ch- chalice, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah. you, know, you don't want to touch this thing. You, your party falls apart. Turnbull's got chaos. One nation split down the middle. Maybe the New South Wales one nation senator might be looking to tip over on it as well. It's, it's just one of these things that seems to have a, you know, something about it. Don't touch it. Don't go near it. And so warnings to anyone else, I think, who's yes. looking at, thinking about it, you know. But the Chameleon of the Week Award goes to Julie Bishop, who early in uh, the sitting uh, last Wednesday 
They were all watching on their tablets what was happening in America. She turned up to the chamber in blue. Uh, the vote went the other way, so she changed to red by the time she did the interview. Good on you, Jules. Hopping on the winner, but the contradictions are going to catch up with you because he ain't a free trader and you've been pushing free tra- trade, the China free trade agreement, the Trans-Pacific free trade agreement, all that other stuff which was basic economics to you. You've been pushing it, pushing it, and maybe Donald doesn't want to push it. Ah, contradictions, folks. <laughs> yes, it'll catch up with you. Righto, so we might just cut to this track, and it's called Gary, Indiana, 1959. Just think about it and what they're talking about, and this might just be the basis of why Donald was able to harness a whole lot of anger. I'm old, weak, and gray, and I'm running out of time. Indiana, Ohio, you name it, Pennsylvania, all those uh, working class, blue collar working class type states didn't exactly vote for the Democrat Party, which is supposed to be aligned with working people and the trade union movement. Something to think about as a labour conference is happening this weekend, Warren. Indeed. Indeed. Righto, we're moving along. A decision was handed down in the federal court in relation to the Occupational Health and Safety Act. People might recall that one of the organisers, Mick Powell, was arrested uh, a couple of years ago out at Ringwood Aquatic Centre. He was charged with trespass, even though he entered the site at the request of the Occupational Health and Safety rep on the job. Uh, in accordance with Section 58 of the Victorian Occupational Health and Safety Act. The police subsequently, even though they kept him in the can for a very long time, subsequently withdrew the trespass charge. Subsequently, again, the uh, WorkSafe Authority have indicated quite clearly in writing that the Section 58 gives a right for any health and safety rep, any HSR, whatever you want to call them, to invite people on with expertise to advise them. If that person happens to be a union official but does not have, because of the constant uh, prosecution of uh, organisers, they don't have a federal right of entry, because Nigel's been very busy trying to take that off, everybody can get it off. Uh, If they enter the site without a federal right of entry, but they enter under Section 58, then that is legal. WorkSafe said that. Now we've got the federal court saying that is correct. And now I've noticed on our good friend Uncle Nigel's uh, website, 
He's put out an alert acknowledging the decision. Uh, can, they're going to consider appealing it. Yes, go for your life. By the looks of the uh, decision, there was been, it's been very carefully written to make sure that there is no technical basis on which it can be challenged. It's just me as a rank amateur looking at the decision. But it's quite clear. Forget all the words. Forget all the bullshit. There is a right under the Occupational Health and Safety Act for HSRs, Occupational Health and Safety reps, to seek advice and assistance from anyone that they believe can assist them because they have the expertise, the experience in relation to the issues they want advice on. Good so, on you, Mick. Vindicated. Yeah, Mick's vindicated. And Nigel Hatchkiss is eating shit again. Enjoy that, Nigel. Not that everyone's got the message yet, Warren. Maybe uh, a few builders need to consider that when they're... You mean, you mean May Construction? <laughs> exactly, Maycon. Uh, have a think about that one when you're telling the cops to remove uh, officials brought there on safety issues. Yep. Courts aren't going to go your way. That's indeed the case, and uh, I'm sure this is going to take a bit of while, a while to shake out, but it's certainly going to happen. Now, a little bit of news. It hasn't been a bad week in some respects, at least in this city. Kane Constructions, who have been obstructing the negotiation process for weeks and weeks and, in fact, months, uh, finally got their day in court the f- Friday before last. Uh, and guess what? The Fair Work Commission directed that the union's application for a protected action ballot was 100% legit and the authority has now been given for the Australian Electoral Commission to conduct the ballot and all the uh, members of the CFMEU will have the right to vote on taking various forms of protected action to basically give our friends Keynes a bit of a belting. Protected action. And in that process, of course... All those matters which were so difficult to deal with have come down to two issues. Believe it or not, it's about two issues. All of a sudden. All of a sudden, one of them's the code, you know, dear, oh dear. And the other one is, of all things, uh, temperature, north of the Great Divide. There you go. <laughs> Righto. Keynes. Uh, that doesn't seem like much, though, suddenly. So, oh, suddenly, no. it seems like that might be something that can be fixed up fairly easily. Me thinks that uh, the threat of protected action uh, might be enough to get Keynes over the line, but we will see. The members need to uh, have their vote and start the process of instituting protected action, and let's see what happens next. I don't think Keynes people are going to have too many problems with that, do you, Warren? No, I think they're ready to go. Particularly fed up, and the ADCO people will be voting on the same day for their protected action. Uh, now, we should also mention here that there's going to be a rally at the Fair Work Commission in Exhibition Street tomorrow, uh, around lunchtime as I understand it, in support of family violence uh, leave being written into agreements. We already, in the construction industry, in the CFMEU's agreement, we have a family violence provision. We are one of the first and uh, obviously now the ACTU and unions generally are trying to push that out because we're finally getting acknowledgement this is a real problem and uh, it needs to be dealt with as a matter of workplace right. 
I think we are the first blue collar union, are we not, Warren? I think that's that's correct. Correct. Um, which is a fantastic thing. CFMEU once again leading the way in uh, progressive values and tackling the big issues uh, that face workers. And um, you've, you, this is really important. It's basically it's leave that allows people to deal with their issues, to attend important appointments, to you know see their lawyer, to to deal with family stuff, to see a doctor, all those things. Um, that people in that um, horrible sort of uh, experience need, they're going through, they need to deal with. Um, and if Turnbull and, and their bosses want to take that away, then that just shows what they're all about, doesn't it? Indeed it does. And when you read the papers, there are so many cases. Unfortunately, I get that many of them go beyond violence. They end up in murder, in fatalities, all sorts of things that are going on. All we can do as, as a, a union is to put the provision in there to provide some relief for the people who might be on the receiving end. And it doesn't obviously it doesn't stay at home. It's it's no. obvious to think about it that um, if if you're in danger, someone can follow you to work. Someone you can be tracked down at work. It's it's not something that stays at home, and that's why it's so important. That's indeed the case. Now, just a quick update on CUB. Indeed. The delegates had a report back from the ETU at their meeting last Thursday. Yes, and what a saga. Uh, it, it's, it's been going 22 weeks now, and uh, the, you know big dispute, obviously, but um, there's, the union's certainly not backing down. They're settling in down, down there on the, on the community picket there. Uh, they've got the, the containers all decked out with uh, mur- murals on the walls and all sorts of action. Uh, but the interesting twist to this is what's going on down in Tasmania with the Cascade Brewery and uh, it's protected... Part of CUB. CUB Brewery, um, doing some Melbourne lines to make up for lost production up here in Melbourne. And um, But they've got an EBA up and looks like protected action's on the way. So that's going to certainly have an influence on that di- that uh, that dispute in Melbourne. So, And, you know, with Gary gone... <laughs> see you guys. See you guys. Things things might be uh, changing there soon. We'll we'll see. Keep keep it. You know, we'll keep you informed. Indeed. And last but not least, before we get to Scallywags, the picnic is coming up, the first Monday in December, and the tickets should be out next week. The the posters are going out. The tickets will be out next week. So, folks, another thing to get organised on your job. Okay, Scallywags. First up for me. Donald Trump, Snake Oil Salesman of the Year. Tell them anything they want to hear and the contradictions and the bullshit will all catch up with him, I'm sure. Glowing orange ball of contradictions. Indeed. May Constructions, quite correctly, should be nominated. Mainly because they're uh, running down the same line that that, uh, this court case we talked about has gone down. But, um, yeah, if you... And the, the amazing thing is trying to tell the cops what to do as if they're your private security force, you know, like remove these people, you know. It's like, <laughs> that's not how it works. Uh, but deal with your safety issues, leave the cops out of it. CUB, that goes almost unsaid. ADCO, ADCO, you are dills. You are absolute dills. But never mind, protected action's on the way for you. Nigel Hedgkiss for delaying and stuffing around all the bosses who just want a 13 code compliant agreement you've hung them out now thinking the world was going to change you're embarrassed why don't you just get on with it give them their bloody code compliance letter and get on with life last but not least grow con 
Grocon. Oh. Uh, I mean, you know, it's, I can't believe they haven't been nominated more often, obviously, but uh, certainly the Queensland story now um, highlights their typical behaviour, throw in a cheap tender, try to cut corners, cut safety, do what you can uh, to cut wages and all that, and then... Uh, you know, when it doesn't work out and your job falls apart, suddenly you're going back to the taxpayers and saying, oh, I need a bit more money for this job, can't quite get it done. Um, so, you know, we, we all know that the you know, the bad builders behave like this, but uh, Grocon, you know, getting the headlines now for putting their hand out, what a disgrace. Yes, and uh, Danny G, along with Kevin Rudd over there in New York, participating in that wonderful political carnival called the presidential elections in America. Righto, who are we going for? Uh, it's uh, you got to go uh, either Adco, I don't know. Should we, should we have Kane in there? I mean, you know, they maybe that's a Suki no, no. Lala. No, yeah, well, put Kane's down as a Suki Lala because I've got to tell you, <laughs> cheerio, Jeff, you were the best witness for the union ever in the commission last week. Thanks. Uh, I'm going to go for Grocon this time, even though I think Trump's... It's, I like to keep it a bit local, yeah. and uh, Grocon haven't had a nomination for a long time, and I'd hate them to be Suki Lala because they didn't win. <laughs> That's right. Fair call. Righto. We're going out uh, with uh, the usual. Grocon have won. Canes are the Suki Lalas. Dare to struggle. Dare, dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. And we're going out with a very fractured, very... Well, discordant version of the Star Spangled Banner. Well done, Jimi Hendrix. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.